This is Colin Zenshu, the podcast, episode 422 for the week of February 19th, 2017. What's up? Welcome back to Kanz and Shu. The podcast. And extends that question of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan site. Kanz and Shu? It continues to be a question. We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of entertaining. What's up? I am Mike, sometimes Vegito EX, but always Mike. Joining me, glad to have Julian. Hey. Glad to be here. How you doing? I, you always do the how you doing, but you know, we've already been talking. You already yes. know how you're doing. It's kind of like fake radio stuff. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, you know, I've been I've been busy with uh, various real life things like you know child rearing and whatnot. Yeah, I yeah. I have a, a third child, and she's three months old now. Uh love the whole family. They're wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, they yeah. are wonderful, aren't they? They are. I say that having uh, not met two of them yet. Uh, well, that's true. Yeah. Can you get my daughter to speak Japanese? <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. I was actually telling Mary what we're gonna need to do to really freak her out. So when we come up and visit, Mary and I are gonna need to exclusively talk broken Japanese to her and just see how she reacts. She'll probably be like, what are you doing? <laughs> she, she refuses to speak Japanese to us because all of her peers speak English. Yeah, you know? yeah. Oh, so once when she was fluent, fluent in English, she just like didn't want to speak Japanese <laughs> anymore. It. So uh, what you're saying is we do not have the translation successor that we thought we had. Well, I'll, I'll work on her. As okay. she gets older, she may see the value in being bilingual and certainly her mother wants her to. <laughs> well, Translation is actually a little bit of what's on deck this episode. Julian, you and I, uh, we're going to do our intro news bit talking about the 12 gods of destruction. On the first day of Christmas, my god gave to me some wine. And I guess it continues from there. Uh, and you get increasingly drunk. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, this is is not a drinking game you want to participate in unless you want to go to the hospital. (laughs) So yeah, we're going to go through them. Uh, All 12 names will debut in this week's issue of V-Jump, the April 2017 issue. And Julian, you were the one who took it upon yourself because I think Jake was going to the dentist. I was was going to the dentist. Oh, you were going to the dentist. I did it while I was at the dentist. In, in, in between cleanings. So Julian handled all the names for us on the uh, the website update. So uh, who else to have on the show but Julian to talk about all the 12 gods of destruction, their names, uh, where they come from, presumably, and uh, how we are going to be adapting the names. So that'll be our news. Then Julian's going to leave me and I'm going to have our old buddy Mark come on a totally different topic <laughs> from the news. But I like doing that sometimes where you know, if you're not in, interested in one thing, well, we got a totally different thing coming your way. Mark and I talked about uh, all the different digital platforms out there, Amazon, Comixology, Vizizone platform, where you can buy manga, what the quality is like, uh, what kind of things you should be on the lookout for, depending on what platforms you use. Great conversation. So look forward to that this episode. So again, I, I think we really have something for everyone here. Man, I don't know what else to do. So let's just get on to the news here. So, Julian, I mean, I don't want to start at the beginning because when you start at the beginning, you have to tell the entire story of Beerus. And I don't really want to do that right now. Right. So the 12 Gods of Destruction. Yes, we are into the universe survival arc of Dragon Ball Super. We knew this was coming. I think we all expected this is what the name pun series was going to be. And it's kind of exciting and fun that they decided to go with it. All 12 appear to be based off of alcoholic beverages or a... 
type of alcohol or a brand or we'll right. get into all that here. And the interesting thing too is that there's actually uh, if you get into not just the names but the designs. I know we're in audio medium, so you can't see them while you're listening unless you bring up an image. But uh, just scroll down the website as we're talking. Yeah, they they split up the design duties between Toriyama and also Toriotaro, who who draws the manga version of dragon ball super yeah i i actually do want to start there because this is a production thing as much as it is just kind of like oh cool trivia this is what the name is so yeah toyotaro has been doing the manga adaptation the comicalization as it was initially called we've seen the manga become more and more of its own independent product at the beginning it did not stand alone the storytelling was a bit spastic haphazard you know an entire episode would take place over the span of a single page it skipped the resurrection f retelling which of course made sense because just a couple months earlier he did half the movie so like we understand what the situation was back then but uh, especially as we get to the future trunks arc Toyotaro is really doing his own thing now we're hitting a point where his contributions are not just relegated to the manga his contributions are designing characters for the show yeah, now for the show itself which I think that may be a first that he's been brought on to do actual work for the TV show and not just uh, be relegated to this ancillary product. So put yourself in his shoes for a, a little bit here. I mean, that's going to be super exciting, <laughs> dare uh, I say. And, and also terrifying. <laughs> Absolutely terrifying. <laughs> wait, wait, yeah, wait. Yeah. I got to design things with, with the creator and he's going to be judging me? I mean, we've seen they have a, a pretty good rapport, it seems like, from the couple little tidbits we've had here and there with them over the years, uh, right. dipping back even pre-Dragon Ball Super. Uh, Toriyama seems pretty happy with him. Um, but yeah, this has got to be terrifying. So the way they split it, it seemed to be a pretty even mix of Toriyama did some, Toyotaro did some, and then the two of them collaborated on some. And I think it was uh, Jake that noted that it seems like while none of the pairs of the Gods of Destruction are twins like Shampa and Beerus are, it is interesting to note that they appeared to have used the um, ones that add up to 13 as how they split up the workload. Because you'll notice all the ones that add up to 13 uh, were designed by the same person if you go across. Mm, so, so 1 and 12 Toyotaro, 2 and 11, 11. the duo of them gotcha etc yeah so that's kind of interesting there and clearly they put some thought into it which is maybe more toyotaro doing <laughs> toriyama tends not to think that far ahead but anyway uh why don't we get right down to it and go through the names all right so let's start with universe one here i think this is the most complicated and that it's the easiest but then when you want to do it quote in english end quote <laughs> it's it just doesn't work as well. Yeah, so anyway, to get started, the name of the Universe One God of Destruction is Iwan. I guess you could translate it as Ivan. But the thing is, it comes from the beverage that many of you may be familiar with, which is wine. Now, it's pretty straightforward in Japanese. You just move around the syllables until you get a different order. But it poses a problem in English because Ivan is an actual name, but it doesn't sound particularly close to right. wine. I suppose what you could do is spell it I-W-E-N and pronounce it Iwen, which is pretty close-ish. Or do you want to do Ewen to get the mm. Y? Yeah, Iwen. But then it doesn't sound like wine, wine anymore. Yeah, yeah. I, I would personally go for Iwen and just sort of 
ignore the Japanese pronunciation a little bit in favor of the pun, but yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's perfect solution. We're we're still working this out. We're we're new to this too, so <laughs> right. we haven't really decided what we're going to go with on the site. So bear with us. Yeah, sometimes I think it's actually easier for us when we have just a Connor reading of a name and we don't know what the name pun series is, and we can kind of just fudge it as the straight romanization for a while until we get confirmation. This was different coming in. It's like, all right, they're probably all going to be alcohol. Yep, they definitely all are. So we're kind of like two thirds of the way through it, through our yeah. process anyway. So that is a possibility. Um, I win. Yeah, I, 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 I'm in favor of I-W-E-N, yep. which is wine rearranged and pronouncing it I win. But I, I know Jake probably has his own strong feelings on the subject and we can have him come on and discuss that on a future episode. Well, you know what? You're here now, so you get to decide. Yay, I decide. I win. All right, we'll go with that from <laughs> I here win. on out. All okay. right. Well, take us onward to Universe 2, because this was uh, a little bit of a confusing one, a little bit of a head scratcher. It seems like maybe we have something resembling an answer now, though. So the Universe 2 God of Destruction, Heres, which we at first had one of two options. It was either Jerez, which is sherry, because it's produced in uh, Jerez de la Frontera in Spain, or Helles, which is a particular kind of light German lager. Not not light as in light beer, which is not... <laughs> which is not beer. Come on. Come on, yeah. But, uh, but both light, light, light in color, which is what Helles means. Both of those would be spelled the same in, in Kana, which is Helles, but it would result in very different spellings and slightly different pronunciations in English, which is why we really wanted to know which one of these it is. It looks like we may have come to a potential solution because uh, someone did some sleuthing on the Dragon Ball Super official website and discovered that the image files on her, I guess it's a her, uh, her profile are spelled J-E-R-E-Z, which would be in favor of Jerez or Sherry. My, my personal favorite spelling uh, in Latin characters would be X-E-R-E-Z to make it slightly old-fashioned-ish. Uh, although I suppose you could just call her Sherry if you want. Yeah. It's a girl's name. Do you want to move on then? Is that pretty much it? Is that our answer? I, I guess the only I thing so. I want to say is that some of the file names and their romanizations are questionable at times, but yeah. on the on the Super website right now, like, overall, they're pretty okay. Uh, even like Kai and Ro, which it is R-O-W, uh, you know, typically we might do R-O-U for that kind of thing, but the W is kind of a standard way of elongating that syllable too. Like overall, they're, they're pretty good. So, but then it's like, well, is that just what the webmaster thought it was? <laughs> right. So, we don't really know. Uh, so we're but, not sure about authorial intent, but it seems as good as any. Right. So we'll we'll go with that for the time being. That's at least a hint. Um, so let's go on to Universe 3. There's actually a few things to talk about with uh, this name and this design a little bit. Uh, what is the name? And then what was your first thought? Okay. So Universe 3's God of Destruction. And I apologize if it's getting noisy in the next room. I think my mother, my sister, and my sister's boyfriend under playing what is it settlers of Catan. settlers <laughs> so I, I stole julian away from settlers i see how it is but anyway universe three god of destruction name is mosco the romanization at least seems pretty straightforward as m-o-s-c-o and um, my first thought in terms of the pun would be uh, a moscow mule which in japanese would be mosco mule pretty straightforward it's 
vodka, ginger beer, and lime juice, and it's usually served in like a copper vessel. It right. makes sense because he appears to be robotic. Interestingly enough, the design, as uh, people on uh, the internet have quickly pointed out, seems to have nods toward the character Lude from Dragon Ball GT, who also is described as a god of destruction. Although, obviously, that was long before they came up with this concept. But, sure, sure. But it's designed by Toyotaro, so he may have done that very deliberately. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I can see it. Uh, it's probably intentional if this many people are thinking it. Maybe so. Julian, I want to ask you about the name because I saw this quite a bit out there. Uh, I didn't look anywhere else until after we had posted things because I didn't want us to be influenced by anything. Uh, I saw a lot of people trying to figure out these name puns, and I saw some Cosmo thoughts uh, from Cosmopolitan in terms of what this may be a reference to. My initial thought on that is, well, the Moscow is literally just the exact same three from the exact same three. Right. The Japanese spelling of Moscow Mule, like Occam's Razor, it's probably what it most right. looks like the most similarly. Yeah. I, I mean, on the other hand, the Cosmopolitan does exist in Japan. I mean, it's a pretty standard one. And they both happen to be based with vodka and have some lime juice in them. So <laughs> they're similar-ish. In Japan, do they shorten Cosmopolitan down to Cosmo? Uh, do you I, not order enough Cosmos in Japan? I, I, I don't generally order Cosmos. I have uh, in my searches online afterward, because I was curious, seen it abbreviated that way, but I don't know how prevalent that is. In general, uh, Japanese loves to abbreviate things down to three or four sil syllables, so I wouldn't be surprised. Mm -hmm. But my very first thought was not Cosmopolitan, but Moscow Mule. Yeah, mine too. It, <laughs> and and apparently we we're all on the same subject uh i don't know if that says more about us than it does about the character <laughs> or the right. intent of the authors but um that's that's uh what we're kind of assuming right i mean let's be clear if it ends up being cosmo listed somewhere all right we're wrong but uh for the time being this seems to be uh what we're thinking anyway yes well, luckily enough, the uh, it would work out to the same spelling either way. So Right, right. Well, I guess let's move on to Universe 4 here. Uh, I think this was a widely speculated name pun uh, early on when people, just when we had beers and Champa and even yes. Vados and Wies, oh, what else could they come up with? Tequila. That's a super easy one. And I think they did this one exactly as we expected, which was rearrange a syllable. Yep. So Universe 4, Kitera which is tequila. Uh, I, I spell it as Q-U-I-T-E-L-A, which yep. I suppose is, if you're not thinking in the Spanish mindset, it's not the most obvious. It preserves the pun pretty well, so that's what I'm going with. Yeah, the pun pronunciation. Um, this is a very standard style of them doing a name pun, where it's rearrange a syllable and either elongate or drop an elongation of one of them, and you have a name. Yep, so there you go. All right. That was, I think, the easiest one, other than the ones we already knew. Uh, so let's go to one of the more difficult ones, or at least one that I think most people were not already familiar with, uh, Universe 5. Yes, Universe 5, God of Destruction, is Araku, which is Arak, which uh, is not as well known in the West, but it is an alcoholic beverage that is from the Middle East. And in Japanese, it can be spelled as Araku or Arak. But either way, it's pretty straightforward in terms of what they did with it. Now, I haven't actually drunk it ever, but it's, from what I understand, it's um, a distilled alcoholic drink, and it's flavored with anise. That's all I know about it. <laughs> but apparently it is a thing, and it's fairly popular in that part of the world. So there you go. Well... 
the two easiest, uh, six and seven, because we already knew these. And Champa's yeah. name is really, <laughs> other than tequila, I think probably the easiest name where we just drop the final uh, n syllable and that's a name. It's it's definitely yes. champagne. Yes. So in Japanese, that's champagne. So you just take off the n and then you get Champa. And then Universe 7, uh, I guess our god of destruction, Beerus. Uh, there's a whole long story behind that. Originally yeah. virus, a little bit of miscommunication, ended up being beer. Uh, I linked to the old article we wrote up about this uh, in this current yeah. update. If you're not up in this story, it's a very fascinating one. Yeah. So Toriyama being Toriyama, <laughs> assumed it was a food pun and he ran with it. And it looks like they're still running with it. So that's that's that. All right. Well, then moving on to the new ones. Uh, Universe 8. This is kind of a, a general one. Yes. So this is Dikiru or Likir, I suppose. I, I spell it L-I-Q-U-I-R. But it comes from Likur or Likur, which in Japanese is Dikiru. And exactly what that means depends on who you ask. But it's right. <laughs> um, generally like something distilled that's been flavored somehow. So I don't know if you'd consider like uh, Kahlua or, right, yeah. you know, something along those lines or peach schnapps, that sort of thing. So that's what that is. Universe 9 then, moving on. Shidora, or as it happens, Sidra, S-I-D-R-A. This is the Spanish word for cider and Spain has its own take on cider which is slightly different from everywhere else which is slightly different from everywhere else but uh, that's the basic idea is cider to get it's it's just spelled as cider as is yeah sometimes sometimes i see it in this particular spanish cider spelled as shidora with a long ra at the end eh, it's close enough if you really want to distinguish it you could put a c at the beginning but that makes it almost too obvious as cider for my tastes. Yeah, and if we're coming from the Spanish version of it, then I think uh, preserving that flavor of it is probably mm. pretty appropriate. Yeah, so that is Universe 9, Sidra. Universe 10, Ganesh. <laughs> Not Ganesh. <laughs> Not Ganesh. All right, well, sorry. Well, okay, but uh, Ramush or Ramushi is, is how it's spelled in Japanese. Um, now, this is from rum which you might wonder where the last part comes from but actually in japanese it's not referred to as just rum but as ramushu the shu being the same chinese character that can be read as sake which incidentally uh, what we call sake is known as nihonshu or japanese alcohol in japan so ramushu so you take off the final small u and you elongate the mu sound to get ramushi and i spell it as ramush r-u-m-o-o-s-h Mm -hmm. Which, to my ears at least, gives it a bit of an Indian flavor reminiscent of Ganesh. Although yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know if that means anything at all in uh, Hindi or any of the myriad languages oh, that's of true. the Indian subcontinent. But uh, it works for me. All right. Uh, Universe 11, uh, Kefka here. Really? Not the Joker? I mean, Kefka became a god, so that's kind of where I went here. Okay. Uh, but yeah, lots of people have pointed out that the, the pigtails on his attendant make it uh, a nod towards uh, Batman's arch nemesis. But uh, anyway, the name is Bermodo, which vermud i guess you could say um it comes from vermouth which in japanese is bermoto i like this because it's a very simple you change uh the last syllable from uh, a toe to a doe and then you got a name yes it's it's not like one of the i don't know weird names in other series like somehow the um the norse name for tandi becomes beldandi or something like that but yeah, yeah. no it's just vermouth with a 
modified ending. So I'm going with Vermud. That makes the most sense. All right. Well, that brings us to the final God of Destruction, Universe 12. Um, I, again, a very easy one where you either elongate or not elongate syllable. And here's the name. Gene. Just Gene. Just Gene. <laughs> Obviously coming from uh, not the Gene as Hito or person, but uh, the drink. Yes gin so yeah like a gin and tonic those are pretty good so so should we do a gene that that sounds almost like a sound effect <laughs> it does doesn't it throbbing. sorry uh but i don't know you could spell it g-e-e-n or or if you want to make it like a regular name to go along with uh sherry over there you could make it g-e-n-e along with sherry and mark and who else we got ivan <laughs> ivan <laughs> no let's not do that i don't really like any of these <laughs> for for one and twelve they they're the most complicated yeah, even though they're the simplest. But yeah, those are those are what the names are for the twelve universes, gods of destruction. And yeah. um I was really looking forward to what other people were gonna think about these names, and I went on the forums and I got pages of upon pages of arguing over Gohan, which is like this small like sidebar on the page that introduces the gods of destruction. But that's what people glommed onto. Like Really? Yeah, well, you know what? This is our platform here, and then we can spend the, let me look at the recording, the 20 minutes or so that we've been talking about nothing but names. This is our chance to show what's really important, and that's alcohol. (laughs) I guess you could put it that way. It, powering the Kanzen Shu tr- crew since 2012. <laughs> no while since College. 1998, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But don't you understand? Angular eyes and no bangs means strong. Have another beer, Julian. So what okay. do you think we're going to get? So these are the, the gods of destruction. Uh, we already have the angels with alcohol puns as well. So are we looking forward to another 10 alcohol puns down the road too? I guess so. I mean, I... I I hope they don't run out of ideas. Yeah, I mean, we've already done wine, beer. <laughs> I mean, so we're going to have to get a little more complicated here. Yeah, we've already got a cocktail in the mix here with... Uh, the Moscow well, Mule? Yeah, so they got to go somewhere. All right, well, let's, let's do a little brainstorming here. Without getting into uh, brand names and proper nouns that way, uh, what else is out there that we could still do? I mean, so I guess if we're going to do cocktails, that opens things up quite a bit, doesn't it? Mm, that's true. How about shochu? Chu show? Could we get oh, shochu? Chu show? <laughs> Chu show would be a good name. Show shochi? I don't know, mm. something like that. Or uh, I'm trying to think what the name is for that Korean alcohol that was popular for a while in Japan, and I'm blanking on the name. Somebody else would probably remember what it was. Uh, you want to go more with just straight up names. Brandy could be a name. That's true. That could actually work quite well. Let's see. Cognac. We haven't used that one, have we? Oh, cognac would be good. That'd be pretty nice, yeah. Cognac. And uh, we haven't used straight up vodka, although we do have Moscow mule i know a lot of people confuse vados for vodka as well but that's from calvados yes apple apple brandy is that yeah yeah and we already have every brand or type of whiskey covered with wheeze so yeah it kind of strikes out quite a few there so i really like shochu i really like cognac uh i like brandy i think those are all pretty good Edu. Oh, yeah. Just straight up ale. Yeah. Yeah. Daga. Yeah. But I don't want to get into too many other beer types because we're kind of already covered. But yeah, Yeah, I I don't know if they'd really go any deeper into beer. I mean, I already got burned with Pilsner for beer. Yeah, yeah, right. And then it's probably not Hellas for uh, the one. Right, right. So I don't know if they're really going to go 
any any further into like subcategories of stuff. Well, I think we tossed out a, a few good ones there. So I guess that's a pretty good start. Well, Julian, thank you for that. Uh, you're going to jump away for a little bit and uh, you'll join me on the flip side. So we're going to transition right now to our topic talking about, uh, again, a completely different kind of thing, talking about uh, digital manga over here in the English translation world where you can buy things at different platforms and uh, what you should do. So join Mark and I for a little bit of a conversation right now. This is a topic that I've been wanting to do for a while, was pitched to me a while back. I forgot about for a while, and then I re-noticed and said, oh my god, yes, we should totally do that. Uh, this works perfectly in this era of digital releases, and Viz is catching up with the super manga, uh, and their print release is going to be coming soon. I think it's a good time to have this conversation about digital manga, where you can purchase it, why you should purchase it, where you should purchase it at what reasons and times all those questions and more joining me man it has been a long time since you have been on the podcast here yeah one of the folks that helped us get going with storage space back in the day mark how are you man fine i, I think it makes sense i haven't been on for a while because i tend to be on for the more technical junk Let's talk about digital manga here. I mean, people think about, oh, the Viz manga. I will just go buy it from Viz. That makes sense. But from everything <laughs> you've told me, that is the worst decision you can make, yeah. right? And before we start, I should probably point out, I know people at Viz who I believe work on the applications. Okay. To, just to be open and forward about that. Full disclosure here. Okay. Yeah. But so clearly that doesn't shape your no. opinion. No, one way or the other. no, it All does right. not. Especially if you've seen me on Twitter ranting about it before. So talk to me about this a little bit. Viz has been selling digital manga for quite a long time now. Uh, they have their own app, their own platform, but their same product is available on other platforms as well. Yeah. Um, let's just start with Viz. What is the purchasing experience like with Viz? It's effectively like any other checkout app, although you know you generally will buy from the website. And I admit, I haven't bought from Viz in such a long time. It could be very different. It's one of those things where I kind of wanted to try again, but I don't really want to spend the money. Well, I recently read up to my Shonen Jump subscription. So I can tell you, you know, I went to the site, I clicked add to cart, I logged in, and it just kind of shows up. Yeah. And then you go into the app and read it, yep. basically. And so it's a digital app. You can do it yes. on your computer, you can do it on your you know, smartphone or your tablet. That I, kind of thing. I don't believe they actually have a computer app i believe you just end up in a uh, flash reader well yeah I, I say app it's not really an app on the computer yeah it's just on their website itself yes the quality sort of is not all that great to be honest so tell me about that why i mean they are the provider of the comic uh what is the quality like and how is it kind of deficient in some way the image quality it's just very compressed i mean the one that i generally use for my comparisons because i bought a bundle years ago which i then ended up rebuying the same volume elsewhere, which is kind of what got me looking at them just to see what the image looks like. Mm -hmm. Luckily, on a few platforms, you can actually check file sizes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good So, um, the first volume of uh, Nisekoi, if you buy it from Viz, it, volume one is 31 and a half megs. Okay. So, that that's for about 193 pages. Okay, that doesn't sound wonderful. No, especially when you look at other platforms and what the sizes are there. Okay, well, give me a comparison then. Okay, um, Comixology will give you two different sizes based on, you know, does your device have an HD screen and are you willing to ha have a larger file on your device? Oh, so you get a, a choice yes. in there. That, that's interesting. So their normal file is 102 megs. So we're jumping up from 31.5 to 100 there. All right. And their HD, what they call 
HD comics. HD manga, are all right. 253 megs. That is significant. That's over 200 megs more yeah. for the same volume. And there. I should mention the Kindle copy in and of itself is 120 megs. Right. So you have all these different sources. So we're talking about Viz, we're talking about Comixology, we're talking about Amazon there. So Viz, the very company that's releasing it, has the smallest, most compressed version on their own servers. Yeah, and I can only theorize why that is, to be honest. Uh, why do you think that is? Is it just they're, they're the newbie on the block? They never really intended to get into this game. They developed something for their weekly platform and just kind of fell into it. I would guess it's what they had originally when they needed to take care of server issues more deeply. And they've mm. just never changed anything. Yeah, so they just stuck with what they've had the yeah. whole time. And even now, moving forward, when they could go to a, a higher size, they just, yes. just keep going with what they do. And unfortunately, it means that almost looks laughably bad compared to others it does you know i i feel awful sometimes taking screenshots of the viz dragon ball super chapters i i actually extracted the images to see what the quality of those were yeah okay well tell me about it again it's just very it's not quite as bad, oddly, as some of the paid stuff, but it's very low resolution still. And I'll make sure you have all these so people can actually see what we're talking about. Okay, so I'm looking at something from, this looks like the first chapter of the Super yeah. Manga. And I mean, you know, I'm on my laptop and I'm looking at it. It looks fine. It's fine because it's free. Yeah. Is the way I would put it. I mean, it's 800 by 1200. Yeah. That, yeah. That mean, I mean, I mean that, that's basically the quality of a roughly of what we would consider to be a 720 tablet sure sure yep on that side i got it yeah i mean that's not terrible but it's also not great but like i said it's free so i think most people are willing to give a little bit of slack when it's free and there'll be a paid version later on right and we are going to get a paid version of this and do you think it's going to be from i guess you're pretty much confirming from visit surface it's going to be a lower quality one so if you're going to buy this you pretty much want to go to the other services yeah, that's the other issue is, is they could change on a dime for all we know. Yeah, because you, you think they do have, clearly they have this larger yeah. source quality file because they did provide it to Amazon, to Comixology. Yes, and it's strange that they would make theirs the worst. And to some degree like almost laughably bad i mean when you compare that 31 megs to the 253 megs i mean that is a huge huge difference well, that... l let me actually show you what that difference really is because i think it's easy for us to say mm -hmm. this is 10 percent basically that's the shonen jump file and i say shonen jump because the shonen jump and the viz apps mm -hmm. uh come out to the same file size for the manga so i only snapshotted one of them. But it's also worth mentioning that at least for Android users, the Viz app is labeled as not being a tablet app, even though it seems to come up almost identically. Oh, so they're they're considering that everything is such low quality. It's like a, a smartphone app. But the Shonen Jump app doesn't say it's a phone app, yeah. even though it pulls the same files. Interesting. This is what it looks, it's, you know, it's very blurry. Lines aren't very good. Even right. though it's just black and white, you can see compression issues all over the place. Yeah, there, there's no crispness to the yeah. image. There's definitely a blur to everything everywhere, like yeah, a little bit of a, a haze to it. Yeah. So now you've sent me um, the Comixology version. That's and their HD version. See, this looks so significantly better. Like yes. you're saying, this this is completely laughable, the difference in yeah, quality. And that's part of why it bothers me and I came up with the idea for the topic in the first place, because yeah. it's not like you're getting a discount if you buy from Viz. Right. I mean, well, Viz does have sales pretty often often but at the same time well that that's the funny part they do sales 
less now than they used to. Mm-hmm. Normally, when they do sales on their digital platform, the same sales happen at Comixology. Oh, okay. So really, you need to follow the breadcrumbs here yes. and be like, ah, uh, I can probably do this elsewhere. And sure enough, you usually can. Yeah. And it's just, it comes across as strange because they could do so much better because they clearly have it. Yeah, yeah. It's not like it's a problem of source files, which may be an issue with other companies. Is it just that? And again, we went back to, all right, when they started, maybe this was adequate. Yeah. It's a totally different time now. We're in 2017. We yes. literally live in the future here. They could just swap them out. Is it a server load issue? Viz just isn't built for this kind of data transfer service? It's hard for me to say because I'm not there. I can only guess. Right. Yeah, we're not the Viz network engineer, so it's hard to make that call. But but at some point, someone there does have to look at it and go, we sell stuff ourselves. We sell it through Comixology, through Amazon. And at this point, Comixology and Amazon are almost interchangeable, but not quite. Mm-hmm. The Play Store sells it. Sold on iTunes, I believe. I've never really looked at iTunes for manga, to be honest. Yeah, I know they do have stuff, yeah. I tried to pull up Barnes & Noble stuff to get a sample page, but their <laughs> app was just fighting me. So I sort of gave up after grabbing a few samples elsewhere, because I don't even know if sample pages are full quality or not. Sure, sure. I mean, if you're talking to a comic reader in 2017... Comixology. They're using Comixology. Like, yeah. th- that's that's it. And part of the reason is, is almost everyone sells from there. Right, they just ended up as the de facto service. They became the iTunes of comics. Yes. I don't know if there's any other... You know, appropriate way to say it, but no, that, they, that's they ate everyone's lunch and just became yes. number one. So, I mean, I hate to say, you know, we're only 12 minutes into the recording. Uh, we've pretty much wrapped it up. Like, buy from Comixology. What else <laughs> is there to say about it, right? The problem is, is that especially with Comixology, you can see what other companies are doing. Mm. And I threw up images from random manga and older comics to, sh- like, this isn't an age issue with Nisekoi being a bit older. Mm-hmm. And I like I threw up a few shots of Jaco. Jack, I don't know how to pronounce it at this Jaco. point. But like it looks fantastic on Comixology, and I sort of feel bad to know what it would look like on Viz. Yeah, I mean, I extracted the images from Jaco as it was coming out because like that was I was actively covering it, and yeah, they weren't great. And it like I was saying earlier with Super and Jaco, the same thing. It it kind of killed me sometimes when putting up comparison images between the two. My scan that I had to touch up from Weekly Shonen Jump like garbage pages yeah. the lowest quality of paper in japan i could make that look better than the viz release of it that's sad it kind of it's sort of like they're des- they've designed their images for 10 years ago yeah and, and they're kind of stuck there so i i think the heart of the problem here is that comic readers don't read manga and manga readers don't read comics like that's a very broad sweeping generalization of course that's not completely true for everyone but they're also not giving anyone a reason to try on the platform when i mean realistically if someone looks up you know i'm gonna try manga they're probably gonna look for manga they're not just gonna go to comicsology and type in right right manga right and the platform that it's that they're most likely to probably stumble upon first probably showcases it the worst. Yeah, Viz does a pretty decent job with the SEO of their titles. They have lots of landing pages, lots of news stories, lots of blog posts about their stuff. So they do appear pretty high up there. So if you're going to go the legal route, more often than not, you are going to land on Viz's service. Um, Is it just that anime manga fans are used to shitty quality? I mean, that's kind of an older thing. We Now we live in an era of simulcast where stuff is 1080p, so I don't know. But that's also where we run into the odd wall between 
between manga and anime. Yeah. Um, if you watch Super on Super's on Crunchyroll, Daisuke, Funimation, I feel like I'm missing one more. There's Anime Lab down in Australia and New okay. Zealand. Yeah, yeah. Yes, the quality is generally different, but 99% of people will not notice any difference between it running. Right. And AJ and I have talked about this recently where Daisuke's got a, a better higher bit rate than yeah. Crunchyroll does. But in general, and this is my point, most people are rushing to watch it as soon as they can. And at that point, it's Crunchyroll they're going to and Crunchyroll right away only has a 480p stream. They're watching it on their computer. They're probably not putting it up on their TV yet. I once ran into a, like a 160p super stream. Exactly. I have too, where you get the garbly Toei audio at the beginning yes. there. You're like, damn it, I'm going to watch it anyway. They forgot to turn the subtitles on. I'm going to watch it anyway. Problem is, is that kind of quality and it doesn't come up too much with video. But what do you do when someone runs into that for their time looking for manga? Because it just it just doesn't look professional is my issue with it. I think manga fans are so used to stealing their product that they probably don't notice. I mean, again, I'm making awful sweeping generalizations here, but I think that's probably it. But if it were true, then why would they even go to the effort to put the nice quality copies on Comixology? I mean, yeah. I mean, and that's part of why I tossed up a bunch of random images from companies for people to look at. It's odd because not every manga company actually does that. There are some that put up poor quality stuff on Comixology. So it probably does just go all the way back to what is that initial workflow work process to get it done. And for Viz, it's probably easier to just take their great looking quality source files and dish it out to the services, make more work for themselves to do the lower quality one. But if it's into whatever that existing workflow is. But, but it still means they're doing that someone is doing the work for their own platform. Right. I just don't understand why, because even if you go to server stuff, you're trying to sell a product and your own product looks better everywhere outside of your own store. But I think the crux of the issue here, like we were talking about, is no one's buying it elsewhere. So they don't know that it looks better elsewhere. Combined with if a manga fan is going to go legit, they are, like I just said, they're so used to shitty oh, quality I, 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 I do my best to try to push people to Comixology because... At this point, yeah, yeah. Because not only that, I don't know anyone who purposely only looks at one publisher for manga. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we here, because we live in a Dragon Ball world, yes. most of the stuff we talk about is Shueisha, and by extension, therefore, is Viz yes. as well. But, I mean, there's so much other great stuff out there that you need to take a look at. But, like, I, and, and you mentioned uh, resubscribing to Shonen Jump. Mm -hmm. I run into lots of people who don't know that you can get Shonen Jump on Comixology. Yeah, see, I never would have thought about that myself because, oh, I, I get I get the Viz email, you know, I just type in my code and it's there in my Viz library, yeah. whatever. Yeah, and it shows up every week for the dollar and I haven't gotten it, but I assume it's the same quality between them. It's very strange that the solution is almost telling people to ignore the publisher. The publisher, store. I know. That is super, super weird. But at least there is a good alternative here. Like, it's not the most logical answer, but at least there's an answer here. And I wish, I wish like, I could point and say, the problem's the iPhone app or the problem's the Android app. Right, I, right. I did most of my screen capping on an Android tablet because it's what I have that's highest resolution for this purpose. Yeah. But I did pull up, you know, on my uh, iPhone Plus, same issue. And it's just, I don't know why, but it really does bother me. Right. So it's not platform dependent. It really no. just is straight up. That's just what Viz puts out there. Yes. It is what it is. Huh. Well, at this point, I guess we're going to recommend, it seems like the consensus here is 
buy stuff from Comixology if you're going to buy digital manga. You're, you're probably going to hit all the same deals. You're going to get a higher quality product. There's one There's one small asterisk here. Okay, what is the asterisk here? Most manga and comics, if you buy on Amazon, where they often will have their own sales, mm-hmm. you get a Comixology copy on most of them also. As well. Oh, all right. So on, a, so on occasion, for example, if a new volume of Food Wars is out, mm-hmm. sometimes instead of having it for, I think the digital retail price is $7, I've seen them for 5 or 4 On Amazon, and then you also get the Comixology version. Yes, and it shows up in the Comixology account normally. Wow, wow. All right, so you have to be a pretty savvy consumer here if you're going to get the highest quality product. That's a shame, man. That really sucks. You think... I'm going to go to the publisher. Of course, they're going to give me the best thing. And that's not the answer here. So I think what I think it would bother me less if the applications were terrible. Right, right. You'd be like, well, it's it's awful there. So, of course, you got to go elsewhere. Like they're fine. Yeah, they're perfectly fine applications. I mean, I like them better than the Kindle app for reading manga, but the quality's crap. And all right, so if we're going to go through it again, seems like probably Comixology, but before you buy, check Amazon because they might have a sale. Right, at least price-wise, they might have a sale, and then you might also get the other version as well. And essentially ignore Viz's version because if Viz is going to put it out, it's going to be available on on another platform anyway. Basically, just be aware what you're buying because... Not everything ends up being HD on Comixology either. Viz mm. stuff seems to generally be, but like, for example, um, Love Hina, which mm-hmm. Tokyo Pop did years and years and years ago, and right, now right. Kodansha is doing it, does not have the HD tag on Comixology, and the quality's not that great either, huh. but it seems to get better as it runs through it. Oh, so, well, we always have the issue when the Japanese companies come in and try to do their own yes. domestic releases of things. All right, well, I think we've arrived at our answer, which is check the other services first. Pretty much, I mean, we are not sponsored by by anyone so i have no problem saying ignore viz because we're still advocating for a legal product anyway just and I, I'd, I'd be i'd be buying a lot more viz stuff through comiXology for some reason in the last like year they've mm-hmm. gotten very stingy with sales with the deals yeah i feel like i was you know tweeting out many more sales a while like, ago i remember around my birthday in 2015 mm-hmm. it was like all of Dragon Ball for like $215. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. They did those like, huge That was an amazing deal. It's still and now, and now when they do a sale, it's like maybe it will be a volume per 5 or $6. Yeah. All right. Well, Mark, it has been a long time since you've been on the show. So why don't you just give people a, a quick reminder of who the hell you are, <laughs> what you have going on elsewhere, any new stuff that you want to plug? I, I run With the Will, which is effectively the Digimon version of Ken Zen Show. We're in the midst of launching our podcast finally. Good luck with that. Yeah, uh, we're at withthewill.net, and I generally still pop around Kinsenshu and other places to comment on video. I'm trying to be less argumentative online in general. I I think it's working out pretty well for you. Yeah. And again, I I say you're one of the most helpful people. You hosted our forum back before we did uh, Big Fusion, that kind of stuff, hosted podcast files, which I know you actually still host. I need to move them over. Get them off your server. (laughs) (laughs) And I... I I think I'm still staff at the website somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. I think you're like a backup administrator just in case something happens to someone. (laughs) All right. Mark, I appreciate it. So everyone go check on uh, the Digimon stuff and uh, we'll see you again soon. Yep.
Julian, you're back. I am back. I don't feel like I've gone anywhere. Been all of five seconds since we last chatted. Well, you know, it was just so interesting. I didn't feel the time passing. Time flies when you're having fun. I know. All right. Well, let's bring the show to a close. It has been a pleasure. I don't even know what episode was this. This is 422 of our podcast, if you can believe it. Julian, I'm going to put you on the spot. So you took care of the God of Destruction names. What is the next thing you would like to tackle on the website um if i had unlimited time and energy all right so i want i want the aspiration answer and then i want the realistic answer uh i would go for the 30th anniversary book translations and then i jump back to 1985 for the comic box interview which is quite lengthy okay what, what are you actually going to do then what am i actually going to do is probably fall asleep with my children in the process of putting them to bed all right <laughs> that benefits the website i, I don't i don't know that we can Came to an agreement about this kids thing back when <laughs> I brought you on board in 2002. Yes, well, uh, I think it's a little bit too late to be negotiating that since they're kind of already here, unless you'd like to take in one or two. All right. Uh, maybe we can do that. Look, if she wants to start talking Japanese, she can come visit anytime she wants. Well, well, we'll see about that. I know her mother is trying, trying to get her interested. Let's be honest. I mean, her translation is going to be just as good as most of the other stuff out there. Hey, oh, just saying. Let's bring yeah. it to a close. Uh, com. That is Kan Zen Shu. All right. So here's my question. What is a random thing on the website, whether it be a translation, a guide, something uh, that you think is super awesome that needs a little bit more attention? Oh, I love the intended endings. Those are always yeah. fun. And I feel like we always uncover little bits of side information that just make it more and more obvious that there was never any intention in the way that he did things oh and everything we add is to the frieza arc saying like no actually this is the one point where he didn't want to end it right it's funny but that's always something that i go back to because it's always so useful and i guess just yeah, yeah. the the sheer amount of stuff that we have archived over time also the more i've started using fountain pens because i found that uh, it actually alleviates my issues with writing with ballpoint, which is, you know, death grip and too much pressure. Sure. And I've actually understood, like, the, the kind of terminology that he uses for his pens and the nibs and the oh, pen holder nice. and that sort of thing. And I need to correct a couple of things, which I discovered they have actual English names for, like Pilot has document ink. I forget what oh. we have it as on the site, but that's what he used for his black and black uh, inking. Hey, learn something new every day, I guess. Yeah, but you can't use that in a fountain pen because it'll clog it up and ruin it. It's, it's not water-based. All right, well, I guess check out the Intended Endings Guide and just check out, uh, I don't know, um, what are you referring to, like Toriyama's weekly comments? Uh, oh, yeah, uh, weekly comments. Uh, there's one of his uh, Me Lately things from the Shenlong Times mm -hmm. uh, where he has all of his tools. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. That's a good one. And there's a, there's a few other things from, I think, the 1990 art books that I need to translate at some point that lay, go lay out his uh, drawing technique at the time as well. Oh, people would love that. That's a great thing. I, I think you're going to hear responses on that. That's what people want next then. Well, if you give me energy and... <laughs> More hours in the day. Genkyo wakitekure. Horani genkyo wakitekure. Yeah, we totally just said that. That sounded 
awful, at least from my end. Uh, Julian's a little better. Anyway, let's bring it to a close. Already sent the website address, consenshu.com. That was Julian. I am Mike. Uh, that's it. Julian, wrap it up. So thank you for listening to yet another installment of Consenshu the podcast. We hope you learned something and maybe even had a little bit of entertainment out of it as well. So catch you next time. Thank you.